Welcome, you're listening to the Nomad Rising podcast. I am your host, Morgan Jones, and in this episode, I'm talking with my good friend, Achman Srivastava. I met Achman traveling down the river Napo, crossing the border from Ecuador into Peru in the Amazon. And I met him at a time where he had decided he was going to take a psychedelic plant locally known as Wando, but also known as Datura. Now, Datura does not have a good reputation. The stories I've heard, most people wake up three days later, butt naked, middle of nowhere, not knowing how they got there. So hopefully this will be a bit more of an unusual tale of the Amazon as opposed to the usual ayahuasca and sapo stories. And without further ado, telling his tales of taking Datura in the Amazon rainforest, Achman Srivastava. Pantoja. Pantoja. Yeah, Pantoja. it is the first border town of Peru after when we come from the Ecuadorian side. Yeah. And we did all the paperwork there. Yeah. Visa stamp paperwork, and yeah. stamp and passport. And uh, I saw you uh, at that w- what can be called as a guest house or a hotel, a hostel. I don't know, like just makeshift wooden structure. Uh, but you, we all had like rooms and you had a hammock and uh, at that point we were just like didn't have an agenda either of us and, uh, yeah we're eventually traveling to Iquitos yeah and you remember that uh, Venezuelan guy with the slit throat oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> such an experience yeah. like oh man yeah I'd I'd cross the border with um, Spanish guy, mm. Spanish old guy who was um, he seemed like a cool hippie to start with, and then I've never met anyone who has wound me up as much as yeah. <laughs> as much as that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I had a few moments with him, but yeah, I, I I picked it up. He was just quite quite uh, unhappy and frustrated with with everything around. Yeah. yeah. And the way he saw it was the problem was with everybody else. And everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it's your world. You're like, everyone is having a problem in your world. How about like, you just reflect a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, we met up and we chilled in the hostel, didn't we? And then, yeah, that night I went. I was drinking with the guy who'd like taken me over across the border on his boat. And uh, yeah, he invited me outside his house and we're drinking. And I you saw you. Past. I passed you, you came for like a beer, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then he brought out the uh, the Kanya, the like the really strong. That that like, you drank too much and that that was too much. I remember for oh, you. Oh yeah. I d- yeah. It's like a moonshine. I think it's like mm. <laughs> their equivalent, is it? He's mm. Like he brought out the small. What's shot. it made of? Sugarcane. Sugarcane, kind mm. of. Mm. Yeah, you came out. I can remember you chilling. I can remember you leaving. And then it just goes black after that. Wow. <laughs> and then I just woke up on the uh, on the boat. Because they parked the boat, boat in the, the docks, didn't they? And you could just stay there Ah, overnight. because you were with those guys, the boat guys. They were the, what, they were the boat guys? Like the ones who run the boat and nah, everything? Nah, they were the ones 
they were just locals, mm. so they were just taking their like canoe across mm. from um, from the other town. Mm. But I was sleeping on the big boat. Mm. Nice. Yeah, and then the next day I got a mega hangover, not knowing what's going on, <laughs> walking through the village and. You called out to me from the, uh, from the hostel. Ah, this I don't remember. But I do remember. Yeah, then we went off to the football pitches. Football field, this I remember. Yeah. And that's when you started to roll a joint of weed and you offered me. And I was like, no, man, I'm not smoking weed today because tonight I'm going to do Datura. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, how I told you. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm clean today because tonight I'm going for the home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you're going to do Datura? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i had i had i had researched about it on the internet like you know yesterday we were briefly speaking about it like and i kind of knew what i was getting into but at the same time i was not too keen on it but traveling all through ecuadorian amazon i heard so much about it from so many people i mean if i just have to count of all the towns that I stopped and so to say experimental shamans or curandero I would call them experimental because uh, no I'll, I'll I'll smoke the can you pass me the weed the box here uh, all this I would call them experimental because they are, didn't quite themselves uh, have have a have a have a have a some sort of a setting or in which they do these extremely strong psychedelics. It's just literally ex- all experimental in Ecuadorian Amazon, as opposed to the Peruvian one, where they've really fine-tuned the process of ayahuasca to the point where, you know, it's just, they know what to mix with, they know their ricaros, and not all of them, but like a significant portion of population who, who does this. You don't think so in Ecuador? I, I, I absolutely didn't find that. Absolutely. I think I spoke to at least three or four curandero shamans after hunting them, asking around in towns. And that's how I also found this Datura guy, is after meeting two, three people in the town of Pantoka. I basically used to just go and uh, meet uh, people and just talk and just start to have a conversation about, hey, do you know any curandero or shaman who, who deals with the... Um, this kind of uh, ayahuasca or psychedelic plants and this kind of thing. And then I, some, some people used to get scared and some people also used to warn me saying that, hey, be careful because shaman is also associated with these kind of people who do uh, black magic and all. And I, I would assume like, I mean, if you play with uh, these these substances, then you, you can really, uh, you, you can really struggle with a lot of things and, and, uh, that black magic part can like it can become quite dangerous for oneself you know if if someone puts themselves into this position into this kind of uh, shamans who are uh, who who just don't have the the best interest of the people yeah. that come to them interest in power rather yeah than yeah healing. so yeah. yeah so sorry what were you saying can you complete your chain of thought like what what in, what did you say uh, the more interested in power yeah exactly means, yeah yeah they are in their own. They are in their own thing. They 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 they, they are not too keen on uh, healing, helping, or uh, with the person who comes to them. You know, seeking them and all. So, anyways, I was warned and everything. But all through Ecuador and Amazon, I found so many people telling me about, "Hey, there is this toe, toe, and wando." 
popular name Wando. Wando. Yeah, Wando is the most popular name actually. And I just uh, found a guy actually in another town in Ecuadorian Amazon, and I stayed in that town for two three days with a family, and I paid them a little bit of money, and then they there was this town shaman. Careful with the, uh, with the mic. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah. It's fine. Just yeah, yeah. don't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I found this uh, in a previous town b- before I met you. There was another town, and I ended up meeting this uh, shaman. I had a talk with him, a nice existential question, and like a deep through talk as much as with my Spanish I could. And he asked me some very interesting direct questions like, why you want to do this, or like. But why this? And like these kind of like probing questions that that made me feel that he really wants to know where I'm coming from, and all of that. And then, but something happened uh, in his uh, life. He had to leave the town, and I couldn't do with him. So I was really felt uh, quite at desperate at the time. At that point, I was like, "Hey, come on! I found a guy who I liked. I resonated with her. I trusted. But he had to leave for some work, and he couldn't do with me because he promised me we will do one though. Promised us, and he told me tomorrow we'll do." Then he was gone from the town, and at that point I was like, okay, now I just really wanted to do it because I became I came so close to it mentally. I prepared myself because again I read online and on this website, like the third wave, this website that I really like that gives all the details of uh, different psychedelics, and also some other blogs that I read. I pretty much there is a consensus that you know if if there is one uh, of these shamanic drugs that you psychedelics call it whatever like I, I i have no inhibition calling it the word drug because okay in society it's considered like whoa as if it's something bad but it's the word that is there and i'm using it so i'll just use it so um i had read and everybody discouraged kind of let's just put it not encouraged if not discouraged definitely not encouraged and so i kind of was not too keen but i had then prepared myself like okay i'll do it and i was scared but i knew i wanted to do it and then when i went to this town i was like really talking to more and more people and really really more proactive about it and then i first met another guy uh who who was also a healer but he didn't do, deal with psychedelic plants but he was a healer like kidney problem this problem that problem he was like this kind of healer and i had a nice talk with him and he showed me his garden he told about different plants and then i told him that i'm looking for like a like this kind of uh, my uh, mind altering consciousness altering substances that shamans use i want to explore them then he told me go to this guy miguel at the end of the road right and uh, anyways i went i met miguel and then he said yeah he had done it his son had done it uh, his son was at the time 14 and while when the son did it was 12 11 so i was like wow and miguel said that yeah he has done both ayahuasca and wando and he also likes wando like uh, although we were already in peru but uh, we are we were still in this ecuadorian vibe uh, of wando and miguel also said that he did so basically uh, i i knew i'll do it that evening and i told you that hey if you if i i i'm i'm a little uh, scared because here i am in this foreign country with this guy that i'll expose myself to this cycle like that i've just known recently and 
although i was like i had nothing to lose but i was really scared of my organs <laughs> like i had like this kind of some stories or some scare that people go like hey they're going to chop your organs and sell it off and i'm like hey you can just ask me money i'll give you don't do that <laughs> so i was just scared of that and you were there and i was just speaking to you and i just thought that it would be a nice like a balance uh, if if a if a, fo- a neutral foreigner would be around and you would also see the first hand what is one though and how it affects someone mm. so and i'm very interested in psychedelics i was like oh man i'm definitely <laughs> sticking with you tonight yeah. like, the big ship was supposed to be leaving that night to go to uh, iquitos i remember yeah and you didn't take so that i was like ah yeah i'll just stick around with you we'll get some smaller boats and uh, <laughs> yeah i'll just <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah we had a good chat and then yeah we went and found miguel he let me put my hammock up in his uh in his house he was he was just a guy living living on the end, edge of the village wasn't he there's a jungle was behind his house he had a uh, basketball court football pitch basketball tarmac court in front of his house and the house next to him and yeah you you had a you had a room didn't you in the uh, hostel so yeah left left mo Met left most just up there. What, what, so what did, what, we'll get to it. Like. What, what, what did you keep on you? Yeah. So, in my mind, I was preparing for a night of complete unknown, being lost, like not having a clue of, like I was fully prepared for that. So, I locked everything inside my room and I just took a bit of uh, money in a plastic bag, like a bit of money and the keys of the room. and i wore shoes not chappals that i usually used to wear slippers when i used to go around these towns i used to wear slippers often but in the night i wore shoes because thought i don't know where i'll be walking what i'll be doing i wanted to be sturdy in the situation and that's it i just had shoes pair of shorts t-shirt and some money in a plastic bag and my keys and i was like super stoked we go to this guy and by the way Yeah, this is this is a this I I think I've never spoken to you about this. But when I went earlier to uh, Miguel to to get the to 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 talk to him about it, and then uh, he he told me that uh, let's go and get the wando, like to to cut it to bring it, and then he didn't have. Uh, a, a field or farm he, that was he, that he knew or maybe it was too far but he knew this other guy who was also like a chicken farmer i think and also like has a had a hut he took me to his house which was not too far from his house also like disconnected like his house from the rest of the village little bit on the outskirts and i went to that house and it was like we climbed up it was elevated uh, with bamboo sticks uh, the house was elevated and on the in the hall it was a big family of i think about i would say 5 f- to 6 women and about 3 uh, to 4 men in a big hall uh, that was there that was probably their living room or also maybe they slept there uh, you know and how many i don't maybe there were other families there and also 2 th- 3 kids with one like two toddlers at least 
were on the floor and in hands of people so it was like a and that, that's where miguel took me and the other guy was sitting there and miguel just told me it spoke in spanish i understood like 50% but he just probably introduced me and he told that hey this guy is here for uh, uh, for wando and then when he told the other guy that he's for, for the wando the other guy looked at me and started to make sexual jokes so he started to go like ah 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 and he, and then everybody's laughing and then he's also laughing and i i i was trying to catch up on the on the joke i was i was still trying to catch up but at the same time i was uh, smiling because everybody was smiling right and then he started to make this kind of noises uh, uh, and then uh, and like i don't know how wando and this was related but anyways he he started doing that and and i i i was curious i got more curious why every and all the women are laughing and all the all the men are like giggling and then he started to get more and more uh, visual and then he said that oh you know in uh, there are many movies like películas you know sexual uh, in in the in phone do you have it in your phone he asked me i'm like i don't have it in my phone but yeah like you know many people have it on their phones and like if you have internet you can you can you can get it like on the phone and then he's like uh, and then he sta- he picked up a wooden stick that was on the floor which was like and he started holding and rubbing it like a dick <laughs> and he started to make noise saying ah ah and people are laughing even more and even the women are laughing and everybody's giggling and little some are shy but some are laughing and he started to he took that wooden uh, log and he started to artificially lick it like a blow job ah and as this intensity of his this this whole sexual energy in the room kept increasing uh, led by him i was just completely fascinated in all of this and i was just so caught and mesmerized with everything i was just like uh, in it and i was only looking at him with that same smile i, reali- I later realized i was just like a statue and just i was looking at him and i was smiling and i was smiling and then he laughed and everybody and then suddenly in the middle of all of this he looked at me directly for the first time for let's say more than a second because before that it was our communication was like he talks to someone he talks to someone he looks at someone he looks at me then he talks he does, then he's in this thing and then he started to talk about it and then this whole thing started and that was it was literally that i went sat he said wando and this thing started and it had not even been like 4 minutes maybe since i was in the hall so i that guy and i had not even had like a eye contact until now for a while and at that point at that like uh, licking the dick and making all these sounds he just looked at me and when he looked at me he became like a statue like me also and because he became like a statue i realized that i was so still and uh, because seeing his stillness i also became aware oh my god i was just like like i mean in in now we cannot see my face but it's just basically like a smiling statue i was just like so amazed what's going on and then he just looked me and he had that moment and i think it lasted probably a couple of seconds a few seconds and then he just got completely silent he looked down 
and then he's like, okay, let's go. And he got up. I said, hello, hello, bye. We are like five minutes into that hall and all of this happened. And then he got up and he started to lead the way out of the house. And then Miguel went and then I also followed them. And then basically we walked and uh, because the plant was on the other side and they needed a boat to get there and the, the other side was also his, part of it was his land because all these villagers have their own farmlands uh, nearby. They have to just go take a boat and they have their own nice farmland where they farm. So it was his farmland but you needed a boat so it was his boat and we took a small boat across and then he found a van and then he showed me those 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 devil's trumpet they are called the flowers the typical one though flowers big hanging down different different colors pink uh, the white most common one in uh, ecuadorian enamel and it was white like a bell yeah like a big bell like and uh, he chopped and he just took a maybe like a foot big uh, stem and uh, he chopped that also into half and make it into half foot two of them so that it's easy to carry and then he just carried it with him those chopped ones and uh, we went back on the boat and in, in this meantime that same guy when we were on the boat I was like he was not around and I asked where is he then Miguel said oh he's shitting and he joked and then I looked and actually the guy was like pants down in the just behind uh, like a bush but it was I could see him from the boat so it he just went just there somewhere and he was like shitting. I saw him, his back. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, we waited and then he shit and then he came. And then uh, uh, we took that, that boat and came on the other side. And then when we climbed, then at that point that man was going in another direction and I was going with Miguel. Because uh, I came with Miguel because Miguel and him was started to die, say bye and leave. And at that point, I just asked Miguel that, hey, can I pay him something? Because I realized that he, there was a big part of this that he was involved in. When Miguel said, yeah, he asked him. And then he said, very, like, I, I think it was, man, like, very less money. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but it was certainly not more than five US dollars. That was asked. And I, I, I paid that guy. And then uh, Miguel left. And this guy also left. And later, of course, I can't help but think about such kind of ex like uh, experience of this kind, especially the sexual noises part, and that this whole interaction of me with this guy and uh, and this guy never looked at me consistently after that. Even in the last moment, I was paying him the money. He barely even looked at me, but he said thank you, of course. I said thank you, of course, mm. but. He did not communicate with me and communicate is, I mean, see, just even eye contact is a communication. Of course, then there is the verbal communication. But eye contact itself is also a form of communication, how it is happening. And that was completely different with this guy. And then he didn't even look at me and then he just left. So anyways, that, that was gone. And what, what I'm thinking is that, you know, a lot of people take off their clothes after the Tura. It is a thing like that cartoon once you sent me, that, that guy... Uh, who took that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they show it, and also in the internet on also the blogs and all, they mention that many people have taken off their yeah. clothes and 
Many have been off for a week. Yeah, and they just come to butt naked, middle of nowhere, don't yeah. know what's happened. Exactly, exactly. So, weird enough. So, so maybe, you know, he, he must have either seen some uh, people struggle like this and it was, he was joking. Or probably there is this kind of some uh, sexual activity that they do or he has seen some foreigners groups maybe like groups of some general psychonauts or friends or even cult or god knows what kind of related to sex and wando maybe there is something that was there and he was just either joking with me about it or some testing me in some way like to seeing who am i or like what am i about and i don't know just I, I, this is very difficult to speculate what he might be thinking because we can be completely off here, right? Totally off. So I have nothing to say, but it was there is this weirdness to it. Anyways, and then but you can you can see things in people's eyes, can't you? Yeah, I'm sure he looked in your eyes and was like, okay, maybe this guy's a bit more serious. Yeah, I think so too. This is the the, the most rational explanation maybe is he that he just couldn't handle that. Yeah, especially in a gringo. Yeah, or something. Or I think he maybe just felt guilty uh, after uh, seeing that I'm not interested mm. or something, and he felt like, "Oh God, what all I've done," <laughs> you know? Or, or like I don't know, but or it must be that he was just seeing. Yeah, what am I about? I mean, you know. Also, it could be that he had some sexual experience with Wando, and then he's just like. He looked at me and he was joking about and remembering his experience about something, you know. God only knows that this whole thing was about him only and I was just a passerby, yeah, yeah. you know. So, that's... Anyways, and then... Uh, then we met up. The, yeah. Later on. Yeah. Yeah, went down to Miguel's. Yeah, went down to Miguel's and like... The way Miguel did it is that he took that stem and he first chopped off the stem from the edges to take out the center core. Oh, didn't he? No, didn't he? He chopped it in half. Half. And then he scooped out like the pith yeah. on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly, exactly. He scooped out, yeah, inside. Yeah. yeah. And then he put that in a bowl, and then he had this like pile of pith. Yeah. And he had a shot glass. Yeah. And he took it in a hand in his fist, and, and he just squeezed it, so all the, the green juice came out into the shot glass. Yeah. And I think normally he was saying we do a full shot glass. Yeah. Like him and his family, like there was like his mother was there, his son was there, yeah. who, like you said, had done it first at the age of 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all his family had done it. <laughs> but, but you looked into his son's eyes and he was, he was not great. Like there was a sparkle in there. True. You could be like, true, 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 this, true, true. this kid has a chance to do whatever he wants. Yeah, he, this kid he, is there. He's, yeah, not, he's it, not lost here. It did not damage him. No, 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 no. Absolutely. In fact, he was so caring and empathetic to me when saying, I've done it. He, he was coming across as someone who's uh, saying with uh, what he sees as true. Not like just uh, socializing or hey, he's a foreigner, let's talk, or, or God knows what. He was really talking about Wando when he looked at me. and was like, no man, I, I've done it. It's totally fine. Like that. He was totally there. He was caring about me. I mean, well, I'd, ayahuasca, it's a bit better, I'd say. But Man, it's but completely it, different. With, uh, but with uh, the ayahuasca even, there was one ceremony I went to, there was like two little girls who were like six and seven. Jeez. 
the one little girl was a bit too scared, but the like the the seven year old she 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 drank. Oh man, and um, yeah, she was she was fine after yeah. she did like two ceremonies, you know, mm, two nights. Mm, she, yeah, mm, mm, mm. yeah. Yeah, like this is such a like a, this is such a tangent we can go into of how uh, the 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 psychedelics are being uh, dealt with by the governments of different countries because I think that that is what it comes down to the legal aspect of it and it is just so full of fear the response is so full of fear it's as if like all of them have been painted with a broad brush as the same that is the first thing. Like you well, can also we've you know our shamans have died out like in the West thousands of years ago. Yeah. So along with the jungles and forests and all lot, the wild yeah, and dangerous yeah. animals. So we've like, lo- we've lost our <laughs> yeah. ways with the drugs. Yeah. There's, you know there there there's ways to do it. You know we have lots of mushrooms. You know yeah. especially you know in Europe. Yeah. And yeah, there's a you do a ceremony, you do a respect. There's there's all this whole aspects that need to come into it. Yeah. Everyone's terrified because you just <laughs> yeah. take as much as you want in an afternoon with a bunch of mates and yeah, see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the core of it is that people do these kind of crazy experiences because they don't have any centers where they can go and do it if they want to and pay for it. It's like, tell me that you cannot like have the scientific current scientific medical profession take fee to evaluate if a person is fit to do uh, 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 psilocybin or not and only when that person passes through these gatekeepers that person is allowed to go to this clinic where like there are all the good facilities he has and he can pay for it and he's gonna get like a like a legendary immersion into psilocybin completely changes life possibly. I think it's, it's starting it's right? starting to happen yeah I think so too I think so I think it, it is going it's to be definitely happening with ketamine mm, mm. okay I didn't know about this for some mm. reason ketamine it mm. seems to be the first kind of mm. I don't know if you class ketamine as psychedelic but that mm. sort of mm. I don't know drug about as mm. a therapeutic yeah you can go to clinics and stuff mm. I mm. think psilocybin is it's yeah. starting, starting yeah. to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So or yeah, DMT so. or DMT. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm saying. To to put something like God knows uh, heroin, right? I've not done it, but of what I know about it. And DMT in the same bucket is like God knows. It's so, it's like, of course, both are a mind-altering, uh, substance-altering uh, chemicals. But boy, it's like you can't compare uh, your favorite uh, meal to eating from the garbage can both are food but hey if you're both the times you're eating food but it's just completely two different things like i'm just giving a random example to show how ridiculous it is to compare these two yeah, things yeah. like put them in the same bucket for example yeah. hey you want food here's the garbage can go it's the same with food food is food but man one one is will make me healthy happy fulfilled positive in life if i eat uh, like steak and cherries <laughs> and if I eat from the garbage, of course I can eat that rotten thing. It's going to make me sick, feel sad about my life, depressed, and also probably kill me uh, or uh, cause serious uh, the body damage to me. Uh, so of course both are food. 
so like that it of course both are psychedelics and in in one you can you can change people's entire mindset perspective towards life uh, through 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 giving them access to this uh, such transformation it can bring into people so such a pity but it is what it is the the response is fear and also i think it is because i think something about I've just read it a little bit. I don't know much about it, but in the 70s or something, this kind of like LSD psychedelic revolution, music, Beatles, and this kind of this kind of uh, gurus in India, and this uh, merging of all like drugs, spirituality, uh, then this kind of shamanism, and also like modernity in society, as if they're like coming out of uh, something into something new. This kind of scared the governments, and they banned. Then the, the, there was an outright ban because until then you could even fly with the weed into US. uh until it became illegal like you know it was and then gra- that then the, then there was a blanket ban on everything and hey, in new york there are these speakeasy bars which were basically alcohol banned that's why they are called speakeasy because alcohol was also banned and what it was it was when they realized that they first were scared and then it took some time to now what i consider is the worst drug is the most prolific drug in the society is actually the worst you can give to a person in in their life a mind altering of all the mind altering options that exist you basically have taken out the worst it causes such damage to the body wow. it's Ow. so dust on the stomach yeah. and this how a person behaves so much violence it it's not always of course you there is pubs and but but that doesn't mean that the other side is not there mm. i mean we um we heard of studies done by a guy called professor nut No, was that? So Professor Nutt, he used to work for the British government, and he was, I don't know when it was, early-ish 2000s, I think. Yeah. And um, so he worked for like, yeah, you know, doing experiments with drugs and things and testing things. And he did a survey, two surveys. One of them was on uh, a list of drugs, uh, like the worst for you physically. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was a list of drugs, like in order of like worst uh, socially. Mm. In the physical <laughs> physical one, uh, obviously you had things like crack and heroin as number mm. one. Yeah. Weed were alcohol comes something like you know twelfth, fifteenth, something like that. Yeah. Weed was like way down at the bottom. Mm. Then for social, mm. number one mm. was alcohol. Mm. Pass. heroin mm. meth mm. all that sort of mm. stuff mm. alcohol was the worst socially destructive ah i thought and the best you meant okay no, the, the, no, the first as in the worst the most first yeah i know they were true to true to no yeah and so it's crazy yeah <sighs> and so yeah so he gives these these uh results to the government <laughs> government is obviously like well there's nothing we're going to do about this so guess what they did mm. fired him Uh, and there we go that's the end of that isn't it yeah. <laughs> man there are so many stories like Crazy. this with regard to psychedelics there are so many stories like this with regard to psychedelics anyways like i'm from india man right in india although marijuana is class 1 scheduled drug which means it gets you the same treatment as cocaine basically possession and everything i could be wrong on the on the details but i think i'm right on this that it is class 1 and uh but on this day of holi there is the, the festival of colors 
uh, you, everybody has seen photos of India. In that, there is this drink that they drink, bhang. I've drank it. Water, water, what an experience. It's basically marijuana only, but boy, you don't get this kind of trip when you smoke. Like when you... Like, like an edible. Yeah, like an edible. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, it's an edible. But it's a traditional edible for... It's difficult to date these kind of things, but I would say a hundreds, if not thousand or more years tradition of not probably with, with Holi but on other occasions but now it has culturally become most popular on, on this day Holi but I'm sure that in different regions or different times there must be different occasions in which it would have been done or but so now it's Holi and, and it is sold pretty much pretty much everywhere in the country like every town you can get bhang like at the, usually the sweet shop so the sweet shops are the, and because it's a marijuana milkshake with fruits dry fruits nuts uh, like deep sweet because it enhances the high of the edible sweet and this also is my direct experience like after i took the sweet boy i did it with my childhood friend and five six other friends but me and my childhood friend have that kind of uh, like a common common memory of doing that high at the young age. <laughs> it was quite a thing for us. And uh, anyways, but so on that day, it's taboo. Uh, tabu, yeah, the word taboo would mean that like uh, sh- hush hush, right? It's like, but hey, it's there. You, 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 everybody knows it. Mm. It's like an open secret, you know? It's like open secret. So, I mean, it's such a contradictory behavior on the part of, the ones who are saying that they are dealing with the country, you know, like welfare of the country, like the, the ones who make these laws. But anyways, we diverted a lot from Datura uh, to these permissions. <laughs> but, um, uh, so we were on, you, you, yes. you like how he squeezed. Yeah, he squeezed it, into the shot glass. The and shot. so, yeah, so you were a little bit apprehensive, so you only did half the shot. Whereas yeah, yeah. they said they all do like full, full, full shot. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm glad I did With that. a full shot, they say... They just, you take it, you slowly start to go, and then, whoom, you just sat there looking unconscious on the chair for just, like, the whole night. Mm. You've just gone to whatever other dimension. Mm-hmm. And then two to three days after that, you're just, like, wandering around half here, half there in a zombie state. <laughs> yeah. But you just did yeah, half, half the show. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Uh, so, boy, of, so yeah, of w- all the psychedelics, w- walk us through from yeah from down in the shop. Yeah. So, I was very scared to take the shot, right? And I also I was also the one who said half only. He also said half only. But then even half, I was very scared to take. And I was like, not taking, not taking, not taking. And I was like in two minds and at that point of time I was looking you remember like how much how much indecision uh, indecisive I was at that point and uh, we three were in his hut and you had already set up your hammock I think at that point and uh, uh, you were like okay I'll smoke a big joint of weed with you you had rolled your weed and you were ready but I was just so scared I was just not getting myself to do it I can't get it myself to do it and then point of time I was like okay I'll do it and the, I did it I, I took it as a shot and the moment I sh- took it I looked at Miguel 
and he looked so relieved he's like ah done because for the past 10 15 minutes he was he, like i was in this state of indecision and then finally when i did it like he was like okay he was like now you don't have to it's over and then after that i was just like with you talking and then some point i started to like uh, feel a little like different like did we hmm? that we left in no no and then i like then we were like okay let's go sit outside and just go outside we like and then at the same time it was also getting darker because uh, that's the time when he gave it to me and and we came out and then i had read online that it uh, makes uh, i read online that it makes uh, your body the, like the start of it is uh, the body gets as if it's being ne- others can have other experience also but i remember reading this somewhere and it is what happened also so i was just saying like that that it kind of you feel like gravity is pulling you down and you feel very difficult to even lift your arm or lift your leg it is because it has started to do something with this like neuromotor function in your body that it it feels as if you have you're lifting your leg and it just feels impossible to even move it's as if like so much gravity is there and then it gets more and more and then then it passes and and then the 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 whole thing hits you so i was at the time starting to feel that and i i sat on the chair and then yeah so they put prepared a chair in yeah, the, in, in this basketball yeah, court yeah yeah and, and they put you down on it to sit there yeah. and then me and his family just like sat in a semicircle just, just around like you watching you. yeah yeah exactly i remember this that they were like yeah you guys were like just watching me and three of you and uh, the son the father and you and i was just sitting and i was just talking to you and i was like describing you i was still like talking to you and there at the time and i was like okay my legs i feel and i, I try to get up on the chair and then i realized that i am quite in the in the grip of the high it is it is and it is nothing like i had ever experienced anything before okay like I, before this i had done ayahuasca a few times and uh, but i had not experienced anything like this you smoked the dmt five me or dmt i think at that time let me see it was on my first yes i had smoked exactly so i had done dmt and i had uh, like five me or dmt the toad toad uh, toad extract and uh, i was can also peyote masculine mm. so and this was like like i knew i'm in it but at until that point i was like um, quote unquote on top of it like i was it was almost as if hey i'm fully aware of myself and this is what is happening to me like i was able to have my center so to say at that point and it was uh, I uh started to walk and that is when I started it it really started to come up and it happens to me it has happened to me with psilocybin when I did it it has of course it didn't happen to me with mescaline though 
it could have i think and it definitely happens uh, with ayahuasca sometimes on some sessions there's a, like a fear of paranoia comes to me is the is 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 that 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 fear yeah that is and uh, at that point that fear came to me and it came quite overwhelming and i start i i remember this walk with you and i remember this walk with you because you know the things i did with you at some point of time we later spoke about it so they have etched been etched stronger in my memory because uh, really after that was quite uh, like it like uh, what's real what's 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 like it, it's quite a quite a quite a mixture of imagination so to say direct perceiving of something yeah and uh, you only have your yeah. experience yeah it's like so until that point i was walking with you and i was seeing like some things down uh, and i was trying to and i had l- lost uh, the sense of uh, depth mm. so i i would like i was already someone like i might feel that i'll be able to grab the mountain but i will be able to feel that there is something to grab on the ground but i will tr- i will it will it's as if i'm trying to grab it and my hand is just going into an abyss but not reaching it <laughs> and then you know these kind of things in the air i'll try to grab and i was i was i was trying to do that and kind of like uh, in like in that in that zone and i'm trying to trying to it's, it's almost as if a kid is learning this new reality <laughs> that yeah. is forming around it <laughs> that's what it looked like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you were sort, of, sort of yeah sort of waddling you know as, as best you could kind of walk i was kind of sort of standing there sort of helping you guide and you go for the one there you're just grabbing things and you're a bit sort of slightly zombified like look into your eyes and it's not quite there's they weren't missed it up but it seemed kind of they had that hazy kind of yeah. mm. uh, I'm not really looking at you because mm. there's this whole other dimension about this yeah. yeah and then i remember like i told you man i i i'm i i'm really scared i'm getting scared or something like that and i'm like i don't know what to do Uh, no, I I I didn't say I'm getting scared. I said I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know, man. And then you were like, "Okay, man, calm. You 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 first calm. Then like you just take a take a big deep breath." I'm like, "Okay, I just calm." And I took a deep breath. And I'm like, "And now?" <laughs> <laughs> and then take a big breath out slowly. And then you breathe out. And then again, you're like, And then, <laughs> and then keep doing that, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's called breathing. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you're like clinging on to every. I can see how people can like influence people, and you hear tales of people drugging people with detura, and then they they like, okay, now we're going to the bank. Yeah, yeah get absolutely. your card out, type in your uh, pin code, totally. and all the money, and then yeah, give it to me. Cheers, mate, and then have a good day and walk off. Totally. Like you were just. you clinging on to everything I was saying yeah yeah breathe in breathe in now now what now what's next <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and uh, I mean I've told this to you before also like of all the psychedelics I've done if, if there is one that I would recommend someone to just let it pass by it's not going to give you anything out 
uh, but, but, but I, I, I can only talk for myself. So it did not give me anything out. And I can also tell most likely it might not give you also something out. And also when there is such a host of other beautiful, unbelievable psychedelics out there, then boy, how about just like do them? And then, hey, <laughs> yeah. after you've finished your <laughs> menu, you might come to this if, if if you care to. But boy, like, why should you? You know, this is like a clear recommendation. Like, just not worth it. And so I was just like, yeah, in that. And from that point, I remember that I was starting to get a little tired also. And like that whole gravity was quite strong on the body and it's almost I wanted to just melt into the earth and just lie down. And so I was like, I think I lie down and you were like, yeah, that's a good idea. And there was then, then, then you guys got a tarmac or there was there like some sort of a... Yeah, Miguel got on that because he was going to sleep on that. Yeah. yeah. And then... So there was this, his house, which was kind of like at the edge-ish, not edge, but like somewhat like at the corner of the town. And then there was oh, this... Of the, um, yeah, oh, and, of the town. Of the town, yeah. 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 And, and in that corner, there was this basketball court in the center of which the end was his house. And after that was jungle. And around this basketball court, not around, but like here and there were a few houses. And then there was a path that went from the basketball court into and in like one minute you would already start to see some houses if you walk on that path basically so this basketball court was somewhat outside so to say not outside like it was in the town but like at the fringes of the town and uh, okay i'll just say before so yeah you lay down for a little bit and then you got back up and then you then you just went and you just sort of sat cross-legged by yourself, just sort of like um, muttering to things in front of you. Like you were speaking like mixture hit English, Hindi, possibly other languages. Like it was all flowing into one like mass of gibberish. Like you're just sort of muttering like quietly. And um, so that so then we we were just sort of yeah you seem to be content sat cross-legged and Miguel was sort of lying down and sleep and he's like wow go in your, go in your hammock and like, okay, okay. he's like I'm just gonna sleep out here all night I apologize for actually doing that <laughs> apologize <laughs> multiple times it's a bad yeah, apologize is uh, because goes, the trip was crazy he goes yeah. to bed yeah. I shouldn't have just left you Miguel but um so yeah I then went and um <laughs> slept in my hammock yeah in his house yeah. and left uh, you got you sitting there and him lying going to sleep on this uh, yeah top wall yeah and then and yeah, so I, I what was the trip yeah, yeah and, and another thing before I was lying down in the tarpaulin and I remember you both were even helping me lie down I think uh, because uh, you were like uh, assisting me and while you were assisting me and he was you were right on my right he was on my left and I was just being assisted into the tarpaulin and I looked at his face and I saw basically, okay, it's like, like, you know, how they show like uh, superimposed on a man's face, a leopard's face, like, is because there were these, first I saw like a, like a leopard face and I was like, wait a minute, 
what am I seeing? Because until that point, I was still um, there. So to say fully there, like, and I was like, and I looked closely. I paid a close attention to his face. And I saw basically there were some sort of color patterns changing around his face. And with that color patterns, my imagination was uh, a leopard in the sense, imagination in the sense how you see clouds and you see shapes. Mm. So it's a cloud, you know, but you start to see shapes after after a while if you stare at few clouds. So the same way that those patterns were there on the face and I was making my shapes of leopard on it. It's kind of like that, not exactly like that. But there is a separation between when I paid attention what I actually saw and when I was not paying so much attention what I saw at the first glance. First glance, it was a leopard face. But second glance, it was just like some colors and then I saw his face and I was like, Miguel, okay, I see Miguel. And then I saw these colors, 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 colors. And, I, and then at that point, I left it. I was like, okay, I don't have to. Like, I quote unquote figured out the leopard mystery, <laughs> right? At that point. So I was like, okay. And then I just lied down on the tarmac. And uh, this gibberish part, no idea. And. I suddenly wake up in the night on that same tarmac. No, I don't know actually. This is a question now. I don't know it was the same or a different position point. And I, I, I remember quickly standing up, quickly stood up in shock. What am I doing alone here like this? And then I went. All of this seems to have an unreality to it. Like the whole basketball court, the sky, the little village, this, this, this night. It, the whole thing had a sense of as if it's a dream and many times in the dream we when we find out it's a dream almost all of the time we wake up but there are very few times I don't know if you remember if you've had when you wake up in the dream and you know it's a dream a lucid dream lucid, yeah. you know it's a dream yeah so I've had it a few times and I just felt it is that it is that. And I was like, why? Why it is that? It is because it has some unreality to it. It has this some dreamlike existence was there. And I was like quite uncomfortable. And I was like, I want to wake up. I don't want to dream this. And I remember the first, these are the first things I did. I just, usually if it is like this and in the dream, and it has happened to me, when it used to happen to me when I was a kid, for example, and I used to have like this ghost dream, and there would be like this kind of ghost or some evil spirit or whatever, this kind of stuff from the other side, so to say. 
would be around and I would find out that it's a dream because its unreality would 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 make me see it as a dream and I would be like no I don't want to see it and I open my eyes and this has happened to me in probably a dozen times or more I don't know it's like so many times it has happened whenever those scary dreams were there because when stuff was so scary it got unreal and I kind of saw through it and I woke up and there were some once I even remembered I was like hey I every time wake up how about I see what comes out of this and I'm waiting waiting and my big plan was to wait 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 and the moment the ghost or whatever it is shows up in its full glory I will wake up was my plan and I anticipated and, and nothing came out and nothing happened and I was still then and then then gradually the dream dissolved and I woke up like this it happened so when I actually tried to not tried was when I was actually facing the fear it was not there nothing was there nothing Interesting. so uh, I thought I, I felt the same that hey bad bad state quite unreal wake up it's my time and I didn't wake up I, I like quote tried quote unquote like tried mentally to wake up but I didn't wake up and then I closed my eyes and like squished them hard trying to wake up and open them and it was still the same and I was like no 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 because this has also happened to me a few times in the dreams then I've, I've tried to wake up I don't wake up try to wake up don't wake up and then 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 I wake up and I was like okay no it was a dream and I was like no 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 I'm waking up I took my elbow on my eyes and I squished them and I squished myself completely as if I'm going to bloody wake up now and I squished and I opened myself up in like a grand way and I didn't wake up and at that point it hit me okay this is real and then it started to come to me this is what one though is so you were aware that no, until that, become, no. Un- or, but, you, but you did become aware that you'd taken one. No. And after I didn't wake up, yeah. it, it was uh, the, the realization when it hit to my core, then this memory came of what is happening. And I'm like, and I turned around. I looked at the stars and there was one big star bouncing on top of other stars it was bouncing and I was like man I'm like clearly hallucinating this is a big star bouncing on the other stars I'm like man I have to I'll do this whole trip and I'm like okay at that point I became like I wanted it and I have it. Now I will taste the fruit of my pursuit. It was it sweet or sour? But I had the pursuit. I, this is this is what it is. I will see. And with that, I was relaxed. And I just was walking and 
I started to be like, where do I live now? Where do I go? I didn't know. From that night on, the, that's what came to my mind. Like, where do I go now? Because I'm, I don't want to be here, but I have no idea where I go. And then I was like, checked my pockets and they were empty. And I realized, boy, I had the keys. I had something. I didn't remember what. But I was like, how can my pockets be empty? I started to think. And it's like, a bit like that movie Memento, where the guy has to figure out his reality based on his observation right now. All he has is his right now observation based on that he has to figure out. He has no confidence in memory or probably doesn't even have memory at that time. Or if there is, he's not confident of that. There's nothing. Like, he cannot hold on to it. So, it's like, I was not able to, I had no strong memory sort of, it was just like figuring out here what's going on. In like a dream you would. Right? Many times. So, I was just, I started to figure out and then I realized that I was with you and Miguel and I was like both of you maybe have cheated me and I was like either both of you or some of you have cheated me and because my pockets are empty so I didn't know what I had in my pocket but I knew how are they empty this was my concern and I don't know where, where to go and my pockets are empty and I thought to go back to the house but I looked around and you know what happened to me in the leopard and Miguel's face this was that on steroids basically like it was basically like I could see anything I could see anything at that point and I could uh, impose my imagination on it and make something out of it. What I observed, like how we make shapes out of a cloud. And start to see people, things, happening, events. And that's what happened. It's like, I, 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 I started to feel that, okay, good thing is I'm fine. And I was like, probably all my luggage and everything is gone. And I just have myself now. And I was like, yeah. okay. At that point, I realized I've lost everything. But I, I, I was feeling fine about myself. I was like, hey, I, I feel fine. And like, I said, okay, not fine. But I was like, I'm thinking all of this. Like, I, I, that part was obviously fine. That I'm fine. And then I was like, walking around the basketball court. And it all appeared like as if there is a whole Amazon jungle around the basketball court because in the night those bushes and little bit of light was creating I was not able to find out I mean the Amazon jungle was surrounding half of it at least. <laughs> we were real. in the jungle yeah. we were absolutely we were just like in a town in jungle and these towns are also like jungle only because they have like wild bushes everywhere around the town it's just people have 
made some paths. And although this was a quite a planned town with more roads than many other villages that I had been to, because it's the border town, but it was still in the in jungle and houses. Mm. That's their town. Their town is jungle, houses, and some paths. So, anyway, so there were these like bushes and everything, and 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 with that, it, what it all appeared was that I was completely surrounded, and I couldn't find my way out of the basketball court. When you first woke up, did you? You had an issue with seeing the basketball court as a lake, if I remember correctly. Absolutely, you're right. I think I've told you this and I didn't recollect it right yeah, now. Yeah, because the next day you kept telling me like about this lake. I'm like, bro, <laughs> there is no lake here. Ah. There's a massive river over there. But yeah. if you went in that, you would yeah, definitely yeah, not yeah. be standing yeah. here now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know this lake, I'll tell you what this is. Actually, I'm, I, I, I now uh, recollect, now that you told me this further thing, it will come in the story what it was, why why this happened. So, uh, I uh, at that point was like uh, trying to figure out my way out of the basketball court because I began the project, and I was like, I and 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 at that point. Ah, the moment I realized that I've been stolen and everything is gone and you guys have done it, I kind of got a little scared. And then I started to shout, Ayuda, Ayuda, help, help. In the basketball court. And I was shouting thinking someone will hear. Nobody. I, yeah, I don't think you like your voice is worth a pop either. I don't like. I think yeah, that's your absolutely. In your head, you're screaming I, like because when you're like trying to speak as well, like the very beginning, like it was all very uh, you know, mumbled and very hush hush and quiet. Mm. Like, yeah, exactly. I didn't quite get. Yeah, you. I, I think so too. I think I was I was shouting in my mind, but in my mouth I was probably just going Ayuda, 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 mm. or something like that. Or who knows? This is the most logical explanation of what might have happened. Right. I didn't wake up. Anyway. Exactly. And you were not <laughs> yeah. that far away. You no. were probably, what, like uh, 30 meters? Half a basketball court away? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, because it was well, just at the end of the basketball court was just the house. So, but I couldn't see the house. I It was all bushes and even if there was a house, I was so disillusioned that I didn't see a path or a house. I didn't see a house. Yeah. Anyways, what I... What, Sorry? The middle of the night as well, pitch black. So. Yeah, exactly. And we I had the moonlight and the vision changes and of course the imagination. And then I'm in the I'm in the grip of Wando at this point. I'm in its grip. I have not fully grasped it yet. And I uh, started to shout from my mind. And when no help came, I even saw then at that point of time, I'll, I, I, I'll tell you what I was seeing, but now it gets hazy between what I'm seeing and what was actually there, because I'll just now tell my experience from, the, from this point on, because that, <laughs> that's how it is. And I saw a few people closing the doors, opening the doors, or walking. I saw some activity, enough for me to say that, hey, they're listening to me, but they're not responding, Right? So this was my observation and this was my conclusion is that, okay, I shouted, but I saw some people walking around. They didn't respond to me. So uh, 
they uh, I, I, I concluded that like they know what's going on with me and from there I got scared for myself and at that point I remember I turned and I saw a kid sitting on the metal bar of the basketball ring court the the thing that supports it okay yeah a kid is sitting on that metal bar little up but he can climb mm. and i'm like boy thank god i just went to the kid started telling him ayuda ayuda he didn't look at me directly in the eye he just took his finger and did like Shh. like don't don't shout don't speak like or don't speak basically and just did this and then he started rocking in a very eerie way and i'm like i heard some sound behind like as if there is a dog and i turned for the dog and there was a dog like and then i turned back and the kid was gone so i realized that the kid was not there and it's my imagination or whatever you call it whether like i mean from here on we can we, we don't know what it was but i can just say that the kid was not there right and then then uh it was it it was starting to get a difficult trip at this point because i had totally lost you know the set and setting of of such a strong psychedelic i was i was caught on the wrong foot that my pockets are empty so i've been stolen with and from their point onwards uh, like pretty much like in a dream the story is spinning itself from that root of of uh, you know like i'm sherlock holmes here trying to figure out what's yeah. going on and my story is spinning from what's going on you know it's it's building on it building on what i know so i started to get quite scared and i i i i developed this idea that this whole village knows what's going on with me and now i might they might do even something worse to me but is there a little weed left for me yeah i think just yeah i i smoke i think it's more than what i need you can take more i think i'll just need little because or let's leave because i think when yeah. we leave we'll have something to smoke otherwise we'll be completely lost here and uh, i i started to get scared but i was more like okay i have to find my way out of here and then i started to i looked where miguel lives and behind that hill i saw a house and some sort of a gathering there and some lights there and some sort of a people there up in like a hill and some sort of like a noise as if they are doing something and i'm like hey if i shout they don't listen i've been stolen i developed the idea that this is some sort of a cult like some sort of a cult a psychedelic cult and i'm like today their victim and i'm going to be the sacrifice like the worst 
worst conclusion mm. that you can <laughs> you can make probably right that i mean the two biggest fear of people going into psych doing psychedelics is i might go crazy i might die right and i think this comes probably close enough that hey, there is this cult and i'm their victim and like something is going to happen to me here like it's same as dying but like torturous death kind of like you know torturous death basically which is worse than that <laughs> so <laughs> what, yeah. what how do you describe it as what, what, do they look like uh, indigenous people who... no they look like uh, westerners ah, okay yeah they look yeah, like they, westerners they and some like are them. mixed of course like uh, you know like all races I just say ah, okay. I just so say westerners like, in the sense that foreigners but because like most of the foreigners in Amazon were like white westerners yeah. and the few other like and they were what building like a no they were just like they they, they had it, what appeared was that they, this was their house or gathering place and then they were just gathering but the fact that they were gathering in that night added to my Sherlock Holmes previous uh, story that a They, 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 they know it all. What's going on with me, you know? And so they, they definitely don't have my best interest in mind. And if so many people like this are gathering and doing all the, oh man, it's basically I'm the sacrifice. And then I was like, I have to save myself. And I was looking around this basketball court, not finding which direction I exit and where I will exit, and then where will I go. <laughs> I had no idea but I knew I had to get out of the basketball court so basically I went around the court walked the whole court around almost trying to find an exit but I couldn't my mind in that what I saw and what appeared was just like bushes jungle bushes jungle bushes jungle and I was like hey it's bushes jungle bushes jungle all around where I go and then I was like I might I have to go to the Pantoka city center and like I have to t- go away into like cops and you know like police situation right and I was like I have to I have to I have to get away and so this is where the lake comes in is like the place I found I could exit from appeared like there appeared some water like a rain water dip- collects but like now it appears there in water but then it appeared like a water body which could be like a lake or river or a lot of rain water accumulated like a pond rain pond marshy rain pond and i was like boy how will i go out of it and it was like i i i i tried to look very closely and i was like at least i'll try to go out from here i don't know where i'll go and then there were these rocks I saw and some wood and I was like okay one step here one step there one step there put hand there and I'm seeing some walls and stones I don't even know what was I did something I did I grasped a branch and then I kind of lost my balance and fell where I didn't want to fall exactly where I didn't want to fall and it was water and my shoes got wet my socks got wet and there was water and it was only like below my knee deep only below my knee deep we actually went the next day okay. i don't recollect at this i don't recollect because i can't yeah, yeah totally possible that yeah yeah yeah, 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 water, man, yeah. Totally, totally possible totally possible like at this point man as i said i only <laughs> yeah, have my yeah. story yeah and so i got wet in the water 
and I was like, fuck it, now I'm bad. And then I just found my way out. You know, I was like, fuck it. And I found my way out. And then I was like, it was like this enchanted path, little light into the woods and further I saw further woods. And I was like, man, like this, I'll get lost here in the woods. At least now I have the basketball court. I will, where will, if I get lost, I might not be able to come back to the basketball court. And that sanity, I think, was a good thing, check that happened. I came back to the basketball court and then I found myself completely stuck in the basketball court. And then I saw a dog try to interact with the go and touch the dog. Dog was disappeared. Dog was not there. And then I had another kid sitting on the end of the basketball. I went around. He also disappeared. And then I saw some people walking around trying to come to the basketball court but not coming and going close away. Some people even kind of looking but not looking at me and knowing that I'm caught in the basketball court. And all of this while I was thinking I have to also escape from this cult people but then nobody came to do anything and it was almost as if like okay they will kill me or do some torture but it's coming in like later like it's not yet happened but it might happen and and all that was in the back of the mind already that I have to escape somewhere and then I mean this whole night lasted like of course now I remember only these flashes, but it lasted quite a bit, man. It was a long night, right? It was a long night. A lot of, lot of, lot of things happened. Of course, the you know, immense number of things happened that I don't recollect. Mm. This, this is the, the, the whole experience is what God knows what happened. And then I um, started like I, I there was these. I, I, I came to the point where I realized that I'll see some people. And I was not afraid of it. Like, as in, it was a, it, it was like, okay, if they're gone, they're gone. What do I do now? It's gone. I couldn't do anything. And then I, um, kept going around there. And then gradually, uh, light started to come and all this while whenever I looked at the sky I could see stars some stars bouncing then bit of light came and I saw the path out and did you not escape into the into the jungle slightly before you got to the path uh, this, my escape to the jungle was this only the the, the, uh, the water body experience and then coming did, to the did point you see a soldier the later it comes. Ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then, then I, I, I went to the city. I mean, I, I, I was on the path the of the town path. And it was a big town. So you could walk like 10, 15 minutes. Could, you could just walk and you would still be in the town. 20 minutes probably. 15, 20 minutes, right? Walk. Yeah. And then I started walking here and there around to try to find my way now. And then that is when I saw a soldier. Exactly. And I was like, oh, Finally. I'm going to tell him everything. <laughs> and then yeah. I went and started to speak to soldier and the soldier is walking in front. Soldier is walking in front and not listening to me. And then I'm trying to catch up. He's not listening to me and then he disappeared. So I was like, okay, I don't have the soldier. And then again, there were another kid. There were a few kids like, I mean, kids were uh, accompanying me all this while, I have to say. 
it could have been by the way demons it could have been anything depending on what we because it could have been anything yeah no boy nice. yeah. if for someone who starts to see demons and all like goy because the kid was not if there can be a kid a kid or a man it can be anything yeah it could be a lion yeah yeah it could be a bear fighting a bear or anaconda <laughs> your biggest fear comes out god god almighty in the jungle and uh so and then i i reached this port the pantokha port the mini port mm. the big ship and there i saw this uh, boat that takes you to the next towns and this boat was there and uh, there were three people big port really is yeah. just a j- little jetty yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and there were these three people and i started to tell them that someone gave me toy bando basically took all my things i have yeah it was the passport woman you speak yeah. to and some other people yeah and i told her that there were these people at the three i think they were the boat operators mm I'm telling them my story and they were like listening okay okay they were like I'm like and this is what happened and they're like I'm like where is the police they're like oh you go there there's the police they they didn't care much so seeing that they don't care they didn't care much I was also relieved in a way in the sense I was like I will see now what what I do I turned that boat You remember that boat it was like a long boat with seats on the two sides and then there are like maybe 10 seats on each side and like two seats on each side so two to 10 maybe 40 people sit it's a long motor boat I saw that boat and I saw it I was shocked what I was looking at it because from the inside it looked as if it's like some fancy palace with like colorful expensive interior seats as if it's like a royal indian palace or something like glass and murals and and the boat from inside was like out of like a psychedelic dream of some sorts right these colors and and this design patterns <laughs> not like it was it was yeah, 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 yeah. and i was like i laughed at myself when i saw the boat like that because i knew the boat was not like that and i was like man this is crazy and then i was like i started walking and the and the stars the the street lights became like stars like i remember that i was confusing some street lights also with stars i was seeing them as stars also also mixed i was seeing and i realized that in the morning because i was what i saw as a big kind of star at one point was a street light and at that and then 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 i started walking and when i was walking i ran into you <laughs> and when i ran into you i first had a weird reaction of like maybe you stole from me but then at the same time when you just the moment you came and you just spoke to me and i spoke and that vanished and it was immediately like 
Thank God, man. Because now I can go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of re- got relieved. And that whole um, idea that was there that you and the guy or you were kind of involved or maybe have stolen from me somehow dissolved the moment I saw you. And then this new 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 idea came in, which was, I have to just be with you now. Right? Like, and then... So this is like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I think I woke up like 6. Yeah. Looked out of uh, the girl's house and saw a totally empty basketball court. <laughs> thinking, shit. <laughs> I definitely should never come to sleep in my hammock. Go out the house through the basketball court and start walking down the path and like thankfully bumped into you just just Crazy. on that path and then yeah i say hi to you like, thinking how's he gonna be you say hi back and then you start speaking to me just normally and i'm like ah oh, right okay yeah yeah it's all right like you know it was three-day trip i'm thinking here like <laughs> and then i was like ah oh, cool so he starts speaking to me and then halfway through what you're saying it's like perfectly good English, and then you just go off into just total utter gibberish, kind of mm. like in in the middle of the night. Mm. You'd be like, <coughs> again, speaking like partly English, partly Hindi, mm. whatever else I don't know, but like, mm. <laughs> and then you would just like the whole rest of the, that first half of the day. Yeah, you were perfectly rational, and then your mind, your brain just couldn't hold itself together and then it would you just boom, be scattered and just kind of yeah go off in gibberish or you just sort of focus on something and just start like messing with it or something mm. and i was yeah and, and then you'd like look a bit like in a zombie state it was but yeah it's the most probably one one of the one of the more scary experiences of seeing somebody else on a drug ah so so okay okay yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah you were like proper like going off into like a zombie i was like okay i know that yeah this is supposed to be like a three-day trip but like i'm like but but me, what like but zombie me, as in like i i had like I, I i was out i was out i was in my own world talking about the and action yeah doing but you action. were half in this world half out of that world yeah. so i wasn't totally sure that like yeah that the i wasn't well maybe he's just it's, he's broken yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. i was like fuck i'm like okay I, i'm gonna have to like contact his family and stuff how yeah. do i get this information and yeah. i'm like yeah i don't know i was, I was a little mm. bit worried and mm. like there's people in the in the town and like most people had kind of figured out what was going on okay and okay sort of laughing and like yeah because you'd spoken on the jetty with the uh the woman who stamps the passport and like the two guys who organize boats and stuff mm. and like i think i briefly like spoke with them yeah. and then the um, what did they say to you they were, like, they were just like, ah, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, people people do this, and it's pretty scary, you shouldn't mess with it, but like, ah, oh, yeah, we understand that he's <laughs> obviously in a <laughs> crazy yeah. other state for now, yeah. and, um, but then the Venezuelan guy, he, he, um, I started speaking with him, and he found this hilarious. Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> he thought it was very funny, and like, I was like, walking with you, and then you'd like, just start like, you just go off and just start messing with somebody like I don't know, somebody's engine that they're trying to repair for their boat or something like this, and I'm like, uh, let's keep walking. Or... <laughs> the Venezuelan guy was just laughing like, ah, just leave him, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, you, 
yeah, we chill, we chill for like that until you started to yeah ease into more more reality. Mm. And then yeah, then we started looking for your stuff. Yeah, and then then anyway, so you you met me and you took me first to Miguel's house. And then I remember going with you and sitting there and till that point I remember I was looking at a like a pot that he had but you know like sometimes on psychedelic when we observe something it almost somehow becomes that that thing that we observe becomes the only thing in the universe that exists and i you all i i'm always i'm almost one with it like i am i'm that thing only in fact there is no me there is just that thing that i'm that i'm that i'm perceiving so there was that cup on that table i remember and that's how i remember this when we were sitting it was kind of like a cup and it had uh, i think two fingers or something like ah uh, yeah my norwegian wooden carved cup yes yeah. that yeah. was there yeah in yeah and that cup was there and i was sitting with you on that and i got into that cup and i remember the, that cup became the only thing in the universe that was there and i was that cup and the cup was the only thing that exists there is nothing else in this universe in that moment it's you see when i describe it it just uh, sounds like uh, what are you talking is because describing moments of your psychedelic experience or even your psychedelic experience is to truly try to describe it, what is indescribable yeah, yeah. yeah? words don't yeah describe. it is indescribable why is it indescribable is because for example i tell you boy there is this berry in the himalayas right you're from uk wales i'm from india and i i i tell you that hey, there is this amazing berry in himalaya and you go like oh how does it taste i give you a nice description right i'll i'll be like hey it it's a bit like a sweet like orange but then it has an aftertaste of a strawberry and um, consistency of a papaya god knows i'm just putting things together and then you build an image of what it is you start to have this taste in your mouth and and that and it is because of but that happening of that image and that taste and everything is not when you actually take that and put it on your tongue that is some and these two things are uh, poles apart it, the one is just a, a idea Im- filled with imagination of something based on your past experience and the other is a fresh completely new experience which you have never had before that taste in your tongue so that is a, a unique and but if you have to describe to someone you are not left with you you language is a tool and it does the best job it can do right it cannot do more it cannot do more so that's it so man uh, that cup i was i was i was that cup for a while i remember and that cup had like was real and i was uh, such a trip man in that sitting in that ooh, i was gone with that cup very weird happening and then back so i think i had these moments you know like mm. this is uh, it could be gibberish or talking or doing anything but i remember this cup because i was totally present there <laughs> yeah. in the other i might not be and then we found 
Well, you have money on you, though, and no, no, and then, then, then I told that I have, I don't have my pocket, mm. and then, then Miguel went looking, and he found yeah, the yeah. money. Yeah, it's, I think, yeah, we all went looking. His son, okay. his son found the money, I think. Yeah, yeah, but we couldn't and, but find the, the keys. The keys we didn't find. Yeah, them. which meant we <laughs> went looking in your. Uh, yeah, but at the time I didn't even know. Where is my? I, I, Are your you phone as well? You, yeah, you, you I, thought I had you had loads more stuff on you. Yeah, yeah, and you did. said, I said, where is my bag? Ba- I don't know where's my bag. You said, well, it's in the room. I'm like, in the room? What room? I didn't remember I had a room. And then you said, what's your where's your phone and everything? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, then everything is in the room. I'm like, Are you really telling my phone and wallet is in my room? You're like, man, I'm telling you it's there. It's all that. I'm like, then where is my room? <laughs> I didn't even know I have a room. Then you walked me. And all this while, I was seeing people that were disappearing. And, and at, th- at some point, I have to say, like, I, I was losing confidence in, uh, in, in, in myself to distinguish if what I'm interacting with and the person or whatever is there or not or it's not there like this I, I, I was losing confidence and it's because I saw you three more times two two at least mm. when you were not there I interacted with you and I looked and you were gone <laughs> and then I come up to you in like <laughs> ten minutes after and yeah. you're like dude when you were helping me with that uh, centipede that was on yeah. my trousers I'm like <laughs> I was definitely not with you 10 minutes ago yeah, with a yeah. no centipede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I remember the centipede incident now that you said is like I was walking on the on the on the on the this is after I met you and I think after uh, you 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 made me go back and see my room and we sorted that and I was like okay let me just take a walk. And in that walk again, I was seeing people around because I was still, I was, uh, I was come, quote unquote unquote coming back gradually, you know, and then uh, I was, uh, I, I remember walking and uh, I felt something itchy on my leg, and I, I, I looked and there was a centipede on my pants, and I immediately twisted my pants to trap it, like to trap it between the the pant, and. I was like, oh shit, there is a centipede now here. I'm scared of centipedes. Like, I'm scared. I was like, trousers. yeah, like, and then I was like, what do I, what do I do? And my big plan was I'll take off the trousers itself and then I'll shake them off the, the centipede. So I just kept holding the twisted uh, part of the jeans where I'd caught the centipede and I took my jeans out. And then I took my shoes out also with both my other leg. And then I took the jeans out. And then... I saw that the centipede was not going away. And then I was like, shit. And then I, I, I tried to take a leaf and thought I'll, I'll hold and take away the centipede. Because I tried to shake it, it was not going. And then I held it with the leaf and I tried to like pull it. And I was pulling, 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 pulling. I was pulling so hard at one point. I saw maybe it is stretching a little bit. Why is it not dying? What hap- What's happening? Why is it? St- how, how is it? I thought its fangs had stuck so hard on my jeans. I was like, what a crazy animal this is. And then I turned and you were there. Which later I found you were not there, but at the time you were there for me. And then I was like, man, can you take uh, this centipede out of my jeans? Then you went down and I stood up. 
and my back was just I straightened my back and I looked around the town there was nobody on that path and I I saw from the side of my eyes that you were taking the centipede out and then I looked again and you were not there and just my pant was there and I was like and I looked down it was not even a centipede it was just a thread from the jeans and that moment I was like boy I'm in my underwear <laughs> and socks and t-shirt my shoes are, my jeans is on the floor of man <laughs> of course people rock up but naked yeah, in the middle like, of the like god knows what happens and all people just think that like this person needs help maybe he's crazy or whatever like you know he needs mm. help let, let me assist him he's of course because from my mind i'm having a battle with the centipede guys help me out here <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, then yeah yeah and then yeah when we were getting your stuff from your room you'd lost your keys but we were speaking with the woman who owned the, uh, the little hostel place and we went up to your room and had to look through your, the little window and sort of jump up a little bit to kind of see through and I had a look in and I'm like ah oh, yeah man uh, yeah I think I think your stuff's in there and then you climb up and have a look and then well okay for, this is what this is just what I see and then you tell me what you saw <laughs> you just you jump up look, look through the window sort of face changes jump down and you just start smashing into the door with your shoulders just trying to like break the door down I'm like whoa chill out man <laughs> chill out like, what's the matter <laughs> calm down calm down it's alright and then like and then you start to like use your rationale and then you're like oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah maybe it's okay and then you look through the window oh it's fine it's fine, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. And it was because I saw my girlfriend right uh, I told you I saw her like what struggling yeah. or like Caught. Yeah, you, I think you said you saw her having a seizure ah, on the bed. I saw my girlfriend having a seizure. Your, your exactly. Italian girlfriend who was in London at that point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My Italian who was in London, who's now my wife. Yeah. And yeah, I saw her having seizure. Come on, man. Like, I just saw and I was I was like, oh, shit, she's in there. She's having seizure. Yeah, it's so crazy. And then, then, then when you told, and then I looked again, she was not there. And then I was like, okay. And then I jumped through the window as opposed to breaking the door. And, uh, you know, like, n- later, when I, when I recollected all of this, I mean, with you and talking, and then I, 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 I realized that clearly uh, you guys had not uh, st- stolen stuff from me. So my, my question was, how did the stuff from my pocket fall out? Right. And it, it became... As I said, there was, there was so much must have happened that I don't remember, you know, it, because this is the proof of that. Is things falling out of my pocket, my original it, it, the discovery of what it could have been was wrong, and then so I think you were just walking and just no, 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 and 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 well, I'm not sure about it, but as I was one day just kind of I. I have a memory of me standing at that basketball court point facing with Miguel's house on on our right on my right and the rest on and me on the edge of the basketball court looking into the jungle area and all the jungle and the forest and the stars and just feeling 
so complete. Feeling I don't want anything including like the money in your pocket no including the the yeah including the to be conscious like die basically like so this 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 whole reality was such a such a this, what we say reality the whole you know cosmos was just such a blip worth not even my attention it was not even my worth my attention so to say and i was just so grand and complete and i didn't particularly want to die but i didn't particularly want to live either like it was just i was just there and it didn't matter if if this if, if this whole thing was not there it was like not even a thing and i was so like f- like feeling fulfilled and like just in that there i was there i was there and then i laughed so hard uh realizing how i'm protecting my things like my bag my laptop my phone my clothes i i remember this that like how like like put this on this body and like everybody goes around as if it's different something different it's like yeah how people why people just strip yeah it's like and... yeah I, re- i saw i remember this now is that i just saw it so uh, trivial to put clothes on this animal basically because it's just like all other animals this animal is also there and then like you know it's just like it's just such a such a like after wearing clothes it just it feels like oh this is different that is different this 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 is different but actually and i just didn't feel the need to have clothes in life that's what i i felt at that moment and i laughed so hard and i remember just like taking things from my pocket and throwing <laughs> yeah like this but at the same time it also feels to me that this was a dream at some other time in my life in a in a sleep like yesterday or day after like one of these days it seems like that also so there is this both it this this experience is absolutely real for me and it's probably say absolutely real on some sort of plane or dimension yeah exactly it could be like i don't know like it could be that hey this thing dropped from my pocket but in that i i created like in dream how like if we hear some noise it adds to the dream and it the noise becomes the dream also part of the dream right there is because it fits into the dream story somehow like that drum noise will become like a like a construction noise that you and your family is doing in a house somewhere but it will be the drum dum dum and if it wakes you then you'll realize oh it was the drum so 
like like this kind of it it can be that this 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 was created and it's uh, by my mind so i cannot say but i i i i completely was with the with those people who take their clothes off like <laughs> yeah. i was i was with them totally <laughs> boy what 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 a what a what a mind blowing psychedelic right if 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 it if people actually reach the conclusion that it can be given and, and it is also part of that grand utopian psychedelic world i told you about where people can pay for experiences in a controlled setting i mean if actually there is something to datura and it is it is worth given giving then maybe after all these uh, are done someone will also try that Mm. And I think one thing, yeah, to acknowledge is, for a start, you did half a dose. Yeah, man, the full dose. dose and secondly, you just did it with a guy who, yeah, his him and his family do it, but it wasn't. They weren't shamans. Yeah, exactly. You were in a village. Yeah. If yeah, maybe with a proper shaman, just one on one. There's nobody around to mess with you. Nowhere to wander off. Totally looked after the whole time. Totally, totally, totally. God knows what happened. Like you said. There are so many other uh, amazing psychedelics out there that you can like genuinely, be- you know, yeah. no question. Start there, from. dude. Right? Start there, man. You know, yeah. start there, and then then you see. Yeah. What's stopping you? You know. Yeah. So yeah, well, we've tried about Detroit for quite a bit. Yeah. But nah, that was a, it was a crazy, crazy experience. Boy. Thank God that uh, yeah. You, you, and you, and you my vision didn't come back for 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 back. four days. So I, for until four days I couldn't read. Neither the far, nor the close. Mm, yeah. I I, I I could read randomly, but if I tried to read, I almost realized, oh boy, it's very difficult for me. But sometimes because the like shapes the look similar, electric pump. So I I I read this shape and I know it's electric pump. It's written right. For example, it's like it's not that I'm reading it. Uh, not letter for letter. It's like yeah, it's like hazy, hazy. Sh- Our vision didn't come back. It, the focus took time, three to four days. But I read that some people, it takes one to two weeks. Those mm-hmm. who do that full shot, it takes a, more than one week. But it took me three to four days for the vision to fully come back. And it was interesting because while my vision was not there, I realized that, boy, I'm still on, you know, I'm in some way on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Wow, I mean. It's a sign. Well, Quite possibly still. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I mean, I mean it. Uh, it's. Let's compare that to ayahuasca. Like, okay, we don't have to go crazy deep into ayahuasca. Yeah, lots of people talk about that. Detroit yeah. is pretty interesting because not many people. Yeah, man. Have encounters or hear you know, stories. You know, you know, you know. Sorry to interrupt. You. Uh, the the other shaman in with which I went and stayed in Peru. I stayed in his house for about forty days, and uh, with him I did. Think about seven, eight, 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 seven, eight ceremonies in a three days gap. So that that's how how we used to do it. Do it three day gap next three day gap, there. and uh, uh, a different different Madeira he gave me uh, before, and they completely changed the high. And to him I told about Datura experience, and he was also like, yeah, yeah it's okay, you don't have to do it. And then he like, but in his house he had Datura trees too. In the backyard, he had ayahuasca also, but he used to get ayahuasca from the jungle. But he used had ayahuasca in his house with the wine and other also. And he basically told me that the way he 
would have done it and they, they do it in, in the Peruvian uh, shaman uh, the Shipibo he was from the Shipibo uh, tradition which I think is the biggest tradition in yeah, the, the, you know, the shamanic the tradition yeah, is the Shipibo and he said that they put one drop of the toe just the same the squeeze out but one drop into your ayahuasca but he said he used his finger to show the 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 smallness of it. He said, "Oh, look, like little." So I mean, it's completely mind blowing what a good shaman can open you up to. Completely mind blowing, right? And man, I think someone should make a. Like a way for 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 uh, more easy to interact between shamans, like these real deal shamans, like you know, like friend who are in the jungle, uh, with those who want to go and go go and and spend time with them. Because what I mean to say is that man, it's it's a money grab. It's the biggest money grab one of the biggest money grabs uh, that the tourist industry for any country so why not they are they are also from the same species they are not from another planet these these people in the amazon jungle so they are also the same and they've species they've mostly been westernized at least yeah. the ones who live yeah. alongside the big rivers yeah mm. so man i think that exists and that is because all these platforms and online uh, booking platforms they have online websites they have and for most of the people who, who want to do them, they don't have time to go around the jungle and experiment and find and talk and do all these things. But all these shamans exist. And you know, with the shaman that I was staying in, in his house, he used to have nice talks with them and he used to say that no, nobody in his village is interested. He used to tell me. He like, he, he like that, he said, nada. Like that he told me. Do you think that's because of the whole tourist business coming up no no they, they go to him for blessings mm. so if someone is sick he's a curandero so if someone is sick he'll give stomach medicine someone has fever he, he he's the doctor he's the village doctor but nobody's interested in ayahuasca through him he does it everybody knows he does ceremonies also for foreigners because his brother has a, a, a little bit of a like a camp area of ayahuasca camp with beds and toilet facility and uh, food area and his brother kind of calls him for ceremonies but he never pays him nicely his brother he was unhappy with it so I basically went with his brother and did it once and then but I saw him and I just spoke to him and he just told I had a nice like, talk with him again like full deep existential with shamans I used to full chill out talk and the ones that I like to talk I did with them that's how I, I, I found my shamans and with this I had a good time because I talked and he's like, nice, and he asked me, why you want to do ayahuasca? I just told him that, you know, I want to explore myself and explore the psychedelic and just experience like the mind, the psyche, and also all the things that, 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 that it can open me up. I am curious. I'm curious and I want to experiment. I told him. Kiro experiment that. So curious. Curious. And then he's like, okay, come stay with me. And then basically, 
I paid like I think stay and ayahuasca included for 40 days something like I paid like $200 like I ate food at his place nice food and uh, he didn't do much diet restriction to me because okay that I didn't like about this shaman but anyways he has this situation is because it is difficult for him to give the strictest ayahuasca diet of which is a carbohydrate and a fish yeah. which they do in Chippewa tradition just carbohydrate and fish and carbohydrate they have this uh, farinha which is the zuka yuca yuca and uh, or potato rice or platan and fish 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 and madaira you drink your um, the, 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 the herb they give along with ayahuasca that they want to give at the time and depends some give once every morning some this one for example will give one day before only so if tomorrow is my ayahuasca session one day before he'll give me the madaira the, the herb and he changes that as he changes the herb the ayahuasca trip changes boy sometimes like I had so much vision sometimes like, it's like it's like how you know like weed and ayahuasca for example and alcohol are three different highs and like we cannot explain a high to because we cannot explain a high it's like exactly actually you can't explain the taste of the food you can't explain the high like, like it's the same thing and the same way I'm saying that even in ayahuasca this uh, madeira which is these uh, herbs that they give they call the madeira they they uh, they change the high and so it's two different highs in ayahuasca only but if you do without this if you change the madeira it's like man it was like it was ayahuasca only but so different but ayahuasca is or yaje mm. yaje is the the drink you drink mm. ayahuasca is the vine yeah ayahuasca uh, has uh, the uh, 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 has the stomach yeah, yeah. enzyme inhibitor in it yes of course allows, of course so the, it's yes. always a potion, isn't it? Yes. They put whichever DMT plant That's for the true. specific trip. Mm. So, mm. and, then and there are many kinds of other herbs before that, and that's already in your system again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So many. And with ayahuasca, also, there are variations. There are so many types of ayahuasca wines. There are like three that one shaman showed me in his garden only. He showed me. And he also said that one is called Panthera. It's called Panthera, it's called. And he's like, because. It comes very fast, very high, very strong, and then goes away. If I would have stayed longer with him, then, but then this is the another one I'm talking about. He had a bigger place, but then he was all money minded. Like, what I say, money minded in the sense, like, a like he charged eighty eighty dollar a day, US dollar a day, and okay, he had a bigger place, he had a big pond and everything. That's true, but okay. I mean, I, I went to this other, like, do you want to, do you want to talk about, because I think you were taking the conversations at some point and I basically interrupted you and now uh, that interruption has gone completely nah, off. No, nah, it goes like, where it goes. Keep uh, you were like, we have done too much talk of Satura and we should move on. So I think we just. No, no, nah, nah, we were talking about ayahuasca, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, well, I was pretty lucky with mine where I found. I had the idea of going to South America, like I'm coming here to learn Spanish, you know, experience things, hopefully do ayahuasca. Done lots of research in ayahuasca and stuff, very interested. I had like a book with me of like a Jeremy Narby, the cosmic serpent that I was reading. Um, so the place I get to, I'm like, oh, I'll stay somewhere for like 
I'll probably be in South America like six months, start getting to learn some Spanish, and then I can speak with people and figure mm. things out, like you know, like you were mm. doing to mm. find the right shaman. Mm. And then the first place I go to, where I'm just there for like, well, originally thinking like a month to build an eco house, and then it turns out that uh, the woman I was working for, she's friends with this local community, and I work with them, and then it turns out ah, once a month they uh, do these ayahuasca ceremonies, mm. and so like the shamans came up from. Uh, somewhere in the Amazon on the border with Ecuador and uh, Colombia and they come up to this small town just outside of uh, Quito, the capital mm. and nah, that was sick, yeah, it paid what, 30 quid a night um, but it's all just local people coming with their problems like drug addictions or health issues or, you know, it was all like genuine issues they're all local people, it was just me and the woman I was working for were the only gringos there it was very, uh, yeah, without looking for it, it just sort of fell on my lap, very authentic. That was a good experience. I uh, definitely, you... definitely recommend ayahuasca. Yeah. Don't know if I'll ever do a uh, chura, <laughs> but uh, ayahuasca. Yeah, man. It's amazing. It's fun. Ayahuasca is amazing. My favorite is 5 Mio DMT. Hands down. Hands down. Such a, such a, such a different psychedelic to every, it's almost like all of the others are in that one bucket. Hey, by the, I, I, there is one, okay, there are two psychedelics about which I'm curious and about both of them, I'm very scared, both. Which ones? Iboga and uh, Salvia Divinorium, mm. Salvia Divinorium, these two. Both, yeah. Both of them I want to try. Yeah. You also? Yeah. 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 These two are Boga for sure. Yeah. Again, go down to Gabon. Yeah. Exactly. Proper, Proper ceremonial yeah. setting. Find like trust, like I have yeah. to, like the set and setting, you know, like mm. not, not, not like I have to be feeling completely secure. And boy, what a release that. <laughs> boy. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, even boy. more intense than I was. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. on the body as well. Yeah, and the boy, yeah. I've spoken to a few people who have done it. I'm assuming, have you also? Uh, not. I've, met, I've never I, met anyone who's. I met a woman in, in Ramana Marshi Ashram in Tamil Nadu, the saint ashram I go to when I go to India. And this uh, woman is from Netherlands. She's very old. Um, we are good friends, but very old. I don't know. She's above 70 easily. And she said that she drives a cycle and everything and to see her in a cafe. We started to chat about some here and there around her sometime and then uh, about psychedelics also. When I told her about Bufal Varus and after t- me telling she did it and she really liked it. And she had done Iboga and psycho- Ayahuasca uh, uh, in her life before. And she was talking about her Iboga experience and she said that Ayahuasca is like, uh, like, 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 like hazy, shows you something, goes away, runs away, dance, and there is a dance, and something, something, who, and did you know there is, and then that goes on, and sh- and, the, and then it's like, it's like a hide and seek, like a play, a dance, it's like a dance, ding, 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 like with, uh, with ayahuasca, and she said with Iboga, she found that it was so direct and instant, 
it was like a you know this that's it that to the, the your asking of that also reveals the answer to that i've heard that yeah yeah i've heard people like they tell you to like have 10 questions yeah. written down you go in there and you have yeah. you keep this piece of paper and like you go for this crazy trip but then you just run through your questions and whatever whatever way the answer will come be most easily kind of understood it will come to you like whether you hear a voice or you have a vision or some sort of smell starts coming or feeling or just anyway like it's just the most direct possible way you just get the answer for that yeah and then salvia obviously there's all those crazy youtube videos of yeah. people doing it and it's like jumping out windows and stuff no no, no i want to do but it in this mexican town i've heard ah, huetla, shit, huetla, yeah. huetla something yeah no, no, not huetla. if you if you chew it exactly that seems yeah. to be the best yeah and, and yeah. with those people yeah. who know like in that yeah. town that was really made popular by some american culture icon or celebrity who used to go there hamilton morris yeah maybe yeah, maybe and then this, this, there was this female shaman yeah yeah uh yeah they are uh, yeah no the, yeah, it's the, the town shaman. where it's, uh, what's the Woman name? Shaman. Yeah, it's, it's the mushrooms. Mushrooms also, that exactly. Yeah, that's what it's famous for. Chichi, chichi, no, yeah, no. Um, she introduced yeah, this yeah, Westerner no. guy to the mushroom, yeah. and like, yeah. yeah. And that town but, is but known for this, Salvia de Vinorium yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. They also know that, yeah. The yeah. shamans there. But I've also listened to a podcast where a guy was saying, like, to smoke Salvia, like, he'd invented a Salvia pipe. Mm. And so the pipe has, like, three, um bowls and they sort of rotate on a mechanism so one of them is sort of connected to the uh, to the stem mm. and then you sort of spin it and then the next one will sort of you know rotate onto the hole mm. so you put small small amounts in each one mm. and then you just smoke the tiny little bit and then you know you can do it yourself you know, i've heard you this way it's very strong and then i've heard this way it's intense and strong no, I think if you do it, if you do it like people on YouTube and they mm. just do like a big bong hit or something uh, like that, yeah, you go crazy. But this guy, you just do tiny, tiny little yeah. bit in one bowl. Yeah. And then you just start to go off and then you spin it to the next one and you just gradually, gradually, you know, not doing a massive hit, you just mm. ease yourself in. And he was saying that this kind of slowly picks you off. But I don't know, I've never tried. Wow. Remember we, um, so we, yeah, we then went down to Iquitos after um, Pantoja. Mm. and um, like Iquitos is kind of cool I don't know it's a bit it's a very crowded city just very sort of flat grid like with just tuk-tuks everywhere mm. motor taxis mm-hmm. uh, but like the coolest part was like the uh, like the shaman witch doctor market street oh and like you just you walk down and there's like you know crocodiles and herbs and all sort of plants and bottles of concoctions and potions and this and then ayahuasca and yeah. san pedro yeah. and like all things you can imagine yeah. like legally because we found that salvia we tried to bring and, and do yeah, it but it didn't say, work yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i saw salvia and i was like but then i realized it's sage and salvia, whatever, it's well, different, there's, yeah. there's lots of there's like, exactly yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so weird of us <laughs> so to bring tried, it and do tried it. Tried to roll a little joint with it, but uh, <laughs> nah, just don't do it. Uh, I would remember in that market, by the way, I really wanted to buy Mapocho. You know, I never got into tobacco. Since I, like I was a kid, uh, since I was 14, 
friends around, like my closest friends, the ones I hang out almost daily, they had started smoking. And I smoked a few times, I never got into it. But because of ayahuasca, they do this mapocho. Uh, mm-hmm. They smoke with the tobacco to, to, to cut and counter the high, in, you know, like balance the high. Because right. this, yeah, it, it's it's just pure organic dry tobacco. Yeah, and cigarette. that, but it's the Amazonian, it's the jungle yeah. tobacco. And it's yeah, the, the way they see it, it's it's its own special plant in itself. Yeah, it's it, it, it is. Itself. Yeah, it has a function mm. in the in in the big man. If you imagine, there are there are various views on how these Amazonian uh, Peruvian Amazonian have uh, have mastered this art or alchemy of ayahuasca to such a nice fine and elaborate and like with so much uh, depth like in the sense they know with this this what happens and then how it works with this and there is like this also a different type of ikaros and it has been refined with so much experimentation and like i first when i was i was once with in the shaman and i was in the ayahuasca and i saw that i felt so much gratitude for all the shamans who have uh, spent life exploring this because what i was doing with them was a culmination of thousands of years of it's thousands man the word is not hundreds for ayahuasca ceremony the word is it's more than it's like a few thousand year old practice unbelievable and like unbel- i felt so much gratitude i just when the trip was over i just i always thank the shaman but this time i said so nicely i felt like thanking i thanked him And the other, sorry, the other, once I was telling another guy the same thing and he was like, he said that he sees it as not so much of so much experimentation and it's more like the plants telling them direct knowledge about them, like uh, how by design, you know, like the biblical, for example, like like it's like, it's by design like this, like some like the spirits. Yeah, this. Yeah, the I didn't understand that actually. Probably the ancestors, the spirits of the plants themselves, yeah, exactly. communicating with different communicating directly. That, yeah, that t- teach them how to brew other plants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The main role of the shaman is yeah. is is very much to be in contact with the spirit world. Yeah, and they have all these spirit helpers, and they're going into the other states, especially more with like the healing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I nah. I do. Yeah, I do think they have gained their knowledge from yeah. somehow some sort of natural things speaking to them. Yeah, I think I think it's a bit too bonkers of mm. the to say that they've just trial and error. No, I think I think no no man. No, no, the psychedelic state itself is such a state of connectedness, right? Mm. If you start with that, and humans can reach these states. Without doing psychedelic, like I was saying, absolutely, the absolutely, like, just the drumming. All this, all oh man, 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 absolutely, absolutely, send you into a trance, trance, yeah, and this, like, totally. 
and and yeah there's so many experimentations with so hundreds of types of meditation techniques like mm. this sound shukis do like turn and man so many so many so so many right you know it's just it's a, it's one's own exploration you know one's own exploration how one wants to flow in all of this it's endless it, everywhere you look you will find infinity <laughs> you don't have to go somewhere <laughs> yeah. i think that's a good place to end nice man it's been good two hours sweet <laughs> yes nice <Yeah>. man <laughs> nice and when you told me that we are going to do like this i like i was like so like I didn't know what to I felt nice and weird but I was like I'll do a podcast like I was like I I I listen to some but I never thought that I'll like you know like be a part of this kind of podcast but like I I felt why not and I so this nice you know this this yeah. we chat a chat and it's recorded you know yeah and just yeah. chill and uh, yeah see if it's on time yeah. yeah yeah and hopefully we'll do uh, do another one again yeah yeah If you have any questions you'd like me to pass on to Watchman, email me at nomadrising42 at gmail.com. Staying on the theme of South America, I'll play you out with this jam I had with my friend Christian in Huanuco, Peru. Peru.